Sometimes I really wonder about people. I really wonder about business owners. There's something I've shared recently and it got a, yeah, okay, reaction. And I wanted to kind of grab some business owners by the collar and shake them a little bit to say, look, this is important and you're missing it. You're missing it. So you probably know that most companies don't have anything documented, right? They've got nothing written down about how they do what they do. There's no process flow chart. There's no steps. There's no operational guidance. It's just somebody doing the thing the way that they were taught from somebody who probably left the company two years ago or something and isn't even around to ask, like, why do we do it this way? And so inertia is the name of the game here. And the company's making some money, so who cares, right? Well, that... Does that sound like the road to operational excellence to you? <laughs> okay, I, I came across a video by a fellow named Paul Harrell, who's a, a weapons expert, a very laid-back guy, taught uh, shooting in, uh, I think, Marines training school for a long time. And what he had to say about a couple of incidents really stuck out to me. And you may say, well, Jason, those are police and FBI issues, how are they relevant to my business? Well, they're about training. Now, if, if training and your business is not as important to you as a police incident, I don't know what you're doing in business. That's, that's my feedback for you, if that's the case for who you are and what you're doing. So, let's dig into this. Paul began the video by talking about something called the Newhall Incident. And that is a place in California where a shooting took place in 1970 where four police officers were killed in about a minute. And the results of that and the stories that were told about that incident resulted in some big changes to the way the FBI and police trained their people, particularly in the area of reloading. Now at the time they were using service revolvers and a revolver is not a pistol, it's not an automatic, okay? There's a difference between a Glock where you go bang, 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 bang and shoot nine or 15 shots or whatever and the bullets come up through a magazine and a revolver which has a cylinder, right? Six shooter, okay? Think of the Old West and that's what people were using at the time was one of these revolvers. Well, these guys, these cops, <clears throat> would shoot off, bang, 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 you know, their six shots and be out of ammo, and then they'd have to reload. Now, the problem was this one fellow was shaking out his brass and reloading one at a time, and unfortunately, there's a thing called a speed loader, which existed at the time, which kind of allows you to shove in all six at the same time. He didn't have that. He was plunking them in one at a time, and he was so slow in doing this that one of the suspects walked up to him, shot him, and killed him. And so the training from this event, the big change that happened is that the FBI and police trained their, started training their people to reload just two rounds into the six shooter, drop the rest, and then open fire with the other two. And the idea here is, of course, you're faster at reloading and can get back into action you know, quicker so that you don't get shot. <laughs> and so this seemed good. Now, remember, that's a long time ago in 1970. It's now 2019 and we have this thing called the internet that didn't even exist back in 1970. And along the 50 years since then, during which time that reloading technique was taught to people, it was taught to uh, Paul Harrell's father and himself as a trainer about how to reload and do this two round reloading thing with revolvers. That, <laughs> 
story about this guy and how he got into trouble doing that, this particular officer, and then shot and killed. Because of the internet, people who were at Newall, or at least claimed to have been there, have gotten together online and shared and compared stories. And here's the disturbing thing. Some of them say that that incident, the reloading part of it, never happened. Now, when I heard Paul Harrell say that, the hairs in the back of my neck stood up. If you're not having the same reaction, well, that's why I'm making this video, is to try and impress upon you the big deal here, the reason why it's so disturbing. It's about documentation. Now, personally, I don't believe most businesses learn anything over time. I just had a guest on my podcast this afternoon, and I asked him that question, and you can listen to his answer. It was no. Most of them don't learn anything. And part of the reason why, a major part of the reason why, is this lack of documentation thing. When you do not collect evidence of what happened in your organization accurately, guess what happens? The story of the incident changes over time. So I want you to think about maybe, you know, again, your business is not as dramatic as the FBI police example, right? These shootings that happen every 15 years or so that are so bad, right, that they result in a major shift in how training is done in these organizations. But I'm sure in your business, you do have semi-catastrophic situations that occur. A customer gets annoyed and leaves. Uh, a disaster in project management occurs. Even more innocuous things, some critical timeline of a project is disturbed over here, and so you've got to take a, a person who's a resource, a major resource, off this project and put them on that one. And that tends to upset both sides, by the way. So this sort of thing is happening all the time. But if you don't document that correctly and the results, the story will change over time. How the hell can you learn something? How can you take lessons away from something, some incident, if the story of what happened changes over time? That's what was so disturbing to me and what I hope to express to you is so disturbing because most of you, nearly all of you, aren't documenting anything. How the hell can you learn if you're not documenting? If you don't have accurate data of what happened that you can use to learn from so that the story doesn't change over time. These stories change considerably. That whole training regimen was based on the fact that this guy had been trying to reload all six rounds into his service revolver and got killed. And yet, maybe it didn't even happen. And that affected generations of police officers and FBI. Think about the impact here, right? Inside your own company, what is going on that is similar? What catastrophic events have you not really documented told yourself a story about, made dramatic changes to how you do what you do, and then a few years later, if we were to come back to you and ask what happened, the lessons of the Newhall shooting are that the story that you and your people say will have changed, and that the lessons that you learned may be completely invalidated. Again, if that's not disturbing to you, I don't know what to tell you. And there's, something, there's a screw loose up there, okay, on your end. In contrast, we have this other shooting from 1986 called Miami-Dade. In that incident, people were killed and whatnot, and it was bad, but the documentation was very good. 
People went in and did interviews. They took a lot of pictures. They wrote stuff down, right? And so, guess what? The story has not changed over time about what happened at Miami-Dade in 1986. The lessons are clear, and they, they've stuck with them, right? Those organizations that were involved. They stuck with it, the FBI. And so, there's only one thing that has changed where a guy, a, a particular FBI agent uh, has at the time nobody questioned his bravery since then people have said well we ran away well when there's a window down with an automatic weapon being pointed at you that is opening fire you're probably going to run away too when it's the car right next to you yeah so again not having all the facts but this particular incident was very well documented in comparison to Newhall and in fact that Newhall shooting People were not even sure if it happened in 1970 or 1971 and often got the date wrong. That's how far-reaching these lack of documentation screw-ups go. We don't even actually know when it happened. Okay? Yes, it happened in 1970, but there was confusion, even with the experts. The so-called experts who knew all about it weren't quite sure <laughs> what year it happened in. Okay? If stuff like that is going on with the FBI and the police, and you understand the value of training and learning and procedures with that kind of organization? What do you think is happening in your business? Take it seriously. Let's get into documenting what's going on with your business. If you need help with that, we're the guys to talk to over here at Cold Star Tech. We can help you with that. But don't let it go unattended because, I'm going to wrap up with this, if you don't document, and most of you, again, I'm going to repeat this, are not documenting. If you don't document, take it seriously. If you're not accurate, the story of what happened will change over time and you will not learn anything.